0: The cat
1: Welcome back. Sports to the max. Tony Sanna knows a lot about soccer, but I don't know if he's ever played it below zero. And they could do that when U.S. plays Honduras on Wednesday at Allianz Stadium. Tony, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, have you, what's the coldest you've played in?
2: Uh, well, we've practiced in pretty cold weather, but uh, I've never played a game below zero. Um, I played in the very first game with USA when we played Columbus um, in a World Cup qualifier, and that's where we're trying to replicate that. But I believe it was like mid-20s in that game.
1: That's it cold, was cold enough. That's cold enough. Yeah. So, so explain this game. You've got a role in it on Wednesday night. Explain what's going to happen.
2: So it's a, it's a qualifier, and right now we're in second place, but there's like a four teams that are within one point. Um, the top three get an automatic berth to the 2022 World Cup, so – finished in the top three and uh, uh we lost in canada um you know a couple of days ago so this is a really important game for us to get back on track and try to qualify for the world cup and i'll be a uh, ambassador for the game and for things i've done in the past and present and um having played in some of these games it's, it's kind of special that we're coming through minnesota well you know, didn't they look though and say hey that could be a little bit cold you know i think they did on purpose so You know, personally, like, you would want to play a team where you're, where you're, where there's, like, even. Like, if we played USA Mexico, you take another great team where we need the home field advantage. Yeah. I think the idea was that we wanted to get a home field advantage versus a South American team. Um, And so, you know. Whoa, they did. (laughs) They did, right. Um, But I personally think we're better than Honduras. So the cold actually, you know, could be an equalizer if the soccer's not that great. Good point. Um, it'll definitely affect them more than it'll affect us.
1: Well, it also affect the crowd. I mean, you won't have as big a crowd. I'm sure the colder that it gets, and I don't know if uh, how much uh, you know, home field that way plays into it.
2: Yeah, you know, there'll be some nostalgia. You know, I mean, this is not a, a soccer state per se yet. You know, but if you look at the Winter Classic, you know, we, you you'll hope to get that kind of feeling. People come to Minnesota in the future to to experience the the cold the same way they go up to Green Bay and. You know, every World Cup qualifier is like a a Vikings Packers game. So, you know, you hope that this is just, you know, part of America is playing in Minnesota, and part of Minnesota is, you know, Minnesota winters.
1: What does it mean to the to be to qualify for a World Cup?
2: Uh, well, it only happens every four years. Yep. Um, so it's it's pretty important, and you know, we've had some, you know, um, not great situations the last eight years. So. For us, it's getting back on track. You know, soccer, you know, I have to take some giant strides forward. Major League Soccer is doing great, and, um, you know, United here are doing great in their stadium and as a team building. But as a country, we really need to play on the world stage and get to the point where we're really competitive. And I think we are, but you can't you – can't, uh, you don't have a chance if you can't get there.
1: And, and, and what has been missing from the U.S.?
2: You know, I think it's, it's challenging because it's a big country, so you got so many styles, and then you got players playing all over the world. Um, and I think change, and you know. So for me, I think it's getting like a core group of players that you can count on for four to six years, you know, especially in the defense where it's continuity, teamwork, um, is, is really going to be important. And then we've had some young players that are coming in their own, you know, Christian Pulisic um, and some world superstars. And so I think it's their turn to step up and produce. You
1: know, we, we only see domestically, most of us, you see globally. What is the competition like country to country to try to produce? What's the key? Is, is, is it the academies that are the feeder systems? Is it, what, what age is it that will you start turning, you know, will you start to figure out who the elite are in, in your particular country?
2: Well, I think, you know, I think other countries have a better transition. And that just means, like, you know, from when you're 17 to 21, like, you know, where do you go? Um, And so having more established professional teams where you know what professional soccer looks like and you've become a professional player, a lot of our young players get opportunities, but then they they don't play enough, and then they burn out. Um, And also, from young ages, I think as a a country, you know, we're so, you know, our under-12 teams winning It's important, but... You know, we're, we're not in development per se. And, and, and the parents, you know, they, they think the best person is whoever scores the most goals today. Whereas, you know, I think other countries, you know, it's building the foundation of the sport um, and developing players. So, you know, you're not going to take the final decision until, you know, the, the, they're grown up.
1: Tony Sana is our guest, of course, hockey, or excuse me, soccer professional from right here in Minnesota. What's an atmosphere of a World Cup game like? when you're playing it live
2: um you know it's it's a lot like what i'd imagine being like a sec college football game um you know people people i mean that's your country you're playing for um and you know you can bleed for your country um you have people from all over the country you have people from other countries coming in you know representing their countries you know the united states is a great place to come visit so You'll have, you know, players, people from Honduras, from that live anywhere in the United States, will be making a trip to Minnesota uh, to support their team. So it, it, it'll be crazy, it'll be hectic. You know, the cold could deter some people from coming out, but you know, I think if we can really embrace it and make it a special evening, um, it has it has the potential to be historic, just like the Winter Classic and just like Old Met Stadium.
1: Is it more difficult for Minnesota to develop soccer players like yourself that can make it to that elite level because of a our weather, and b, they don't have many college role models because the University of Minnesota you know can't and, and can't offer soccer you know with Title IX and everything you can't offer men's soccer uh, at the college level, so they don't have that to look at.
2: I I do think the weather the weather does affect it somewhat. Um, you know, University of Saint Thomas now has a Division One team, so I think that's helping. Um, but the weather definitely, you know, it it, it in some sense hurts. But um, now, like, if you have these domes, and just I'll put a plug in there. We got a dome in Saint Paul that our foundation built that's yes. free to the public. Um, so the weather, like I said, the weather affects it, but people can play enough that um, you know we're starting to develop a lot of athletes in, in Minnesota where it's. You know, look at at where we are as far as basketball compared to where we were in the early 80s. Oh, yeah. um, And so it's moving in the right direction. We're starting to develop some players. And, you know, we have one player that's, you know, borderline on the roster um, for the U.S. team. So it's going in the right direction.
1: Now, now the domes that are put up around, I mean, we saw one in Rosemont and then we see one here. And now you're seeing them. Uh, you're fairly accessible within a, a five-mile to 10, five mile radius probably of just about everybody in the Twin Cities. What is that done, not just for soccer, but for winter training?
2: Well, I think it's, it's opened up an opportunity in space, right? And, you know, I think ours is a little different, first of all, as I put in a plug. Is ours is the biggest dome in Minnesota, um, but ours is also open for the public just to come in and play for free time a lot. And so for kids that normally in Minnesota it's too cold to be outside and there's no gym space, it's access. I think, you know, when you come inside you'll see players, you know, playing flag football, you know, baseball. So it really for the serious athlete, you know, it allows you to play all year round. And for for the casual athlete, it allows you just to be able to get out there and play and, and be a kid.
1: Yeah, and and, and you know I just you know, I couldn't imagine that you could access those things, but you can literally I mean in some of these and probably yours, you can you can almost take batting practice in there if you want to play baseball.
2: Yeah, we have a special section and we like we have batting cages and nets in there special for that so um, we made sure that we we you know we thought about all the sports and we got lacrosse goals and you know they play softball leagues at night and they got a batting cage and uh, flag football lines and soccer field so they do it all
1: and if you're training to be a soccer player, and, and we always talk about dry land training for uh, hockey, what what is the best dry land training for soccer? What what what's the weight pro? What, what do you do to try to get bigger, faster, and stronger, uh, it, it, pertaining specifically to soccer?
2: Well, I mean, there's a lot of different different people that'll say different things. For me, you know, I think you you do the best weight training if you use your core body. So obviously, running. You know, sprinting, training, I think, you know, whether you lift weights or you use your body as a, as a weight um, to, to do stuff, I think stri- strengthening your core is, is really important because your your base and balance in soccer is so important. Um, and then just being able to play a lot. I think the more you play and, and get friendly with the ball, um, the more, like, you, you develop higher skill and that becomes second nature.
1: Yeah, and the, and the more you play, the better you get, huh? Rumor has it. Or, or can, can you, in soccer, like we talk about this with basketball sometimes, do kids have to be careful that they don't play too many games and not enough skill training?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're only playing competitive games and you're never practicing. But, again, I think this, it's like when you do the training, I think, like, the pickup games and um, and playing, like, in your neighborhoods and playing pickup soccer is one way. It's like playing, you know, street basketball. Like, you, it gives you an opportunity to try stuff out where you don't have to be so ro- so robotic and and then you can develop other skill sets and other tools
1: and and how do you the united are down there training in florida do you like their roster do you like some of the influx of youth
2: yeah i do i do like the influx of youth but you know they have some players that have you know starting to like get a core of, of the team that's still coming back and you know that's important and you know they're not gonna they're not gonna win the league playing you know all all young players but it is good to make investment in the future. At the same time, they have some young players that have started to play over the last couple of years that are now still young, um, but experienced. Tony,
1: I always think though that series that series season in the MLS is so long. Do you ever risk burnout
2: there? Um, I don't know if you you risk you know you know you risk burnout, but you really got to take care of your body over the course of the year. Um, a lot of things can. Um, a lot of things can happen if you don't, if you don't, um, you know, the baseball season is, is long as well. So, um, but it, it's more injury and, and just making smart decisions to take care of your body. Well, Tony, appreciate it very
1: much. You'll be out there for the official coin toss, right?
2: I will be out there. Yes. You'll see me.
1: All right. Tony, appreciate it very much. And we'll talk soon.
2: Thank you very much. Appreciate Oh, Mike. Yeah. Forgot to tell you. I want to see you at the gala, February 26th.
1: February 26th. I'll be there. Send me the information. We'll talk about it as it gets closer, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. You bet. Tony Sana.